Respiratory Section 3 Postoperative Pulmonary Complications. First, let's determine who is at risk. Then we'll consider strategies to reduce this risk during the postoperative, I mean perioperative period. Independent risk factors for postoperative pulmonary complications can be categorized as patient-related, procedure-related, and diagnostic testing. Remember that an independent risk factor is statistically significant when adjusted for other known risk factor. Um, okay, let's start with the patient-related. Who are these patients? These are patients that are aged greater than 60, patients with CHF, patients with COPD, patients who smoke cigarettes, and ASA greater than 3. For procedure-related, know that aortic is greater than thoracic is greater than upper abdominal equals neuro equals peripheral vascular disease and greater than emergency. Duration of anesthesia greater than 2.5 and obviously general anesthesia. Lastly, the test is albumin less than 3.5 milligrams or 3.5 less than 3.5 grams per deciliter because that indicates poor nutritional status. So again, if albumin is less than 3.5 grams per deciliter, that indicates poor nutritional status. Note that ABG, PFT are not on the list. These are only useful in patients undergoing lung resection, not in patients undergoing non-thoracic surgery. Factors that have not been shown to increase the risk of post-operative pulmonary complication for non-thoracic surgery includes ABG, PFT, mild to moderate asthma. As you will see in a bit, ABG and PFT are important for thoracic procedures and the results guide the decision to perform split function lung testing. Okay, risk reduction strategies. Number one is really to stop smoking. The short-term effects when you stop smoking is carbon monoxide T half, uh, so it's gonna be half in four to six hours. P50 returns to near normal in 12 hours. Short-term cessation does not reduce pulmonary complications though, but intermediate term effects, return of pulmonary function takes at least, at least six weeks and this includes airway function, mucociliary clearance, sputum production, pulmonary immune function, hepatic enzyme induction also subsides after six weeks, okay? What are the consequences of smoking? The respiratory consequence of smoking is that risk for pulmonary disease, obviously, decreased mucociliary clearance, airway hyperreactivity, reduced pulmonary immune function. The cardiovascular consequence of smoking is going to be a risk factor for cardiovascular disease. Um, smoking means there's a lot of carbon monoxide, therefore decreased delivery of oxygen. There is a catecholamine release, there is a vasoconstriction, and decreased exercise tolerance. And the other thing is, for some reason, if you smoke, there is an impaired wound healing. Okay? This is a very important thing. How do we reverse anesthesia-induced atelectasis? To do that, we need to do alveolar recruitment maneuvers are the best way to reverse anesthesia-induced atelectasis. 
Indeed, a peak airway pressure of 30 centimeters of water is required for initial reopening of the atelectatic regions. And increasing the peak inspiratory pressure to 40 centimeters of water for 8 seconds appears to reverse anesthesia-induced atelectasis almost completely. For best results, use an alveolar recruitment maneuver to open the atelectatic regions and apply PEEP to keep them open. PEEP by itself is not nearly as effective. So you have to do a recruitment maneuver, then PEEP after to keep them open. Because a high FiO2 significantly contributes to absorption atelectasis, use the lowest FiO2 the patient will tolerate unless you have a clear reason for giving a higher FiO2. Other risk reduction strategies include preoperative phase, treat expiratory airflow obstruction if they already have asthma or anything, airflow obstruction, they're already wheezing, give some corticosteroids and um, bronchodilators. Treat active infection with antibiotics, no indication for prophylaxis for pulmonary infection, treat residual volume failure, instruct patient on pulmonary recruitment maneuvers. Intraoperative, consider regional anesthesia instead of general anesthesia. Minimally invasive surgical approaches instead of the open procedure when possible. Avoid procedures greater than three hours. And then for post-operative period, utilize effective analgesia like intercostal nerve block, PCA, opioids, and uraxial. And then the most important thing, use pulmonary recruitment maneuvers like deep breathing, incentive spirometry, pulmonary toilet, CPAP. So those are the things that can help 